I'm award-winning songwriter Don Ferlazzo. And I'm clam lover Caitlin Kay. Welcome to to the the Jingle. Jingle. This is the podcast where we take a jingle-sized dive into the fascinating world of classic TV and radio jingles. That is awesome. And Caitlin, you know I'm excited, not just because this is episode two and we somehow survived one episode, but we are going to talk about Thompson's Clam Bar. This is from my childhood. I grew up vacationing in Cape Cod, and uh, every vacation we would go one time to Thompson's Clam Bar. You went there? Oh, yes. Many, many times. Uh, growing up from as young as I can remember to I don't know, pro- minimum 10 years in a row, we would vacation on Cape Cod, and we would go to Thompson's Clam Bar once, uh, or if we had something to celebrate, we would go a second time, and that was a really big deal. Um, and, and we loved it. It was amazing. Um, and as much as I loved it, and as, and as often as we went both to, to Cape Cod and to Thompson's, I never heard about this jingle until years ago when we were working together, you introduced it to me. I don't exactly remember this one. I must have Googled it uh, because there is a wealth of Thompson's Clam Bar appreciation on the internet. Um, I didn't grow up going to Cape Cod, but I married into a Cape Cod family. And um, my husband has never heard of Thompson's Clam Bar, nor has he heard the tune. But I bet anything I have driven by it. Um, I have some history for you. I would actually love about to hear. the Clam Bar. Yeah, let's hear it. There's a lot. There's a lot of Thompson's Clam Bar history. So Thompson's Clam Bar was purchased for the land was purchased for two hundred fifty dollars in eighteen fifty one by uh, the. I don't think it was the Thompson family at the time, but it was a fish catchery fish place. They caught they caught fish. They made fish. They did fish. Sure, it's right on the water. It's right on the water. But uh, Thompson's Clam Bar was opened in 1950 by three Thompson brothers, and their names were Frank, Biddle, and Edric. Oh my! I know, right? <laughs> Those names got weirder as they progressed. It was I couldn't find any that information that Biddle was short for anything. So like government name Biddle. <laughs> uh, so it was opened in 1950, and at the time, it was the largest seasonal restaurant east of the Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Uh, they served 2,000 dinners a night, and it was a 450 seat restaurant. Um, and do yourself a favor and look up some pictures of Thompson's Clam Bar. You were there. But I don't need it, uh, to look up the pictures. It's in my head, in my heart. It looks adorable. The pictures I found, the waitresses are wearing like red and white um, little outfits, and it was apparently much beloved. I looked up a menu from Thompson's Clam Bar, and I think it was probably from the 50s or 60s, but the most expensive item was a lobster roll. For a dollar seventy-five. Oh yeah, that was not <laughs> of the eighties or nineties. That's for sure. No, that's pretty impressive. So, what what is what has become of Thompson's, as far as we know? Well, Thompson's Clam Bar closed in nineteen ninety-five, which is way earlier than I thought it had maybe closed. I had sort of guessed maybe it was around until like two thousand. No, but it closed in the nineties, um, and it. The building still exists as the Harwich Port or Witchmere 
Witchmere Beach, Beach Club, Club, right? Yeah. The Witchmere Beach Club. Um, Harwich and Witchmere will come into play in this jingle, however. Because yes. if you don't know where to find Thompson's Clam Bar, this jingle, she going to tell you. Mm-hmm. That is, that's amazing. And um, yeah, it's like I, I can speak to the end of Thompson's Clam Bar because when we were still vacationing there is when things got a little dicey. And all of a sudden, Thompson's came to a, a crashing halt. Basically, you mentioned it closed in 95. Well, mm-hmm. a year or two before it closed, they moved it from that beautiful location on the water where you would like you'd literally be sitting there eating your, your clam roll or whatever. And uh, there was like a, a harbor and a uh, like a canal mm-hmm. where, where boats were coming in. And so you're waving it at fishermen and stuff on the boats and they're waving at you. I mean, it's Cape Cod. Everybody was there for a good time. Um and that was just like awesome location, right? Mm-hmm. And it was, it it was like casual dining, but it was like slightly higher end, almost like you would wear your Sunday best to go there. At least that's how I remember it. Because again, we went for special occasions. It was not the cheapest place to eat. Is it? Was it not? It was not the cheapest place to eat. Uh, that menu you found, I think, really must have been from well, the fifties. Yeah. Um, you know, so you had to pay some, you know, some money for good seafood. But that's that's what thompson's was known for was was this ambiance and this excitement and and of course great seafood um but at the end i think within the family there was like a passing of the torch mm-hmm. uh, because because the thompson brothers didn't own it as of like 83 i want to say yes it was sold to another another family the fennel actually the fennel family that sounds I right i believe bought it in you were right like 83 or 86 and they, I don't know. Well, they kept it going. I mean, it was great all through the 80s and mm-hmm. into the 90s, but it was in like 94 or 95 where they packed up and they changed locations. So they probably sold, My, I imagine they sold off that beautiful waterfront uh, property for a ton of money and said, hey, let's move this inland. So they packed it up and they moved it right onto Route 28 um, where they got established in this really big building but instead of it being like kind of like like i said sunday best um but still casual you know table service restaurant it became like a cafeteria so you had to go up and like point at like the glowing menu and and say like i want the clam roll please and then it, like if i remember correctly you had like an orange tray like you were at a and w root beer restaurants and they like put it in a little cardboard thing and gave it to you you know clam chatter in a little styrofoam cup and I'm sure they were using similar recipes, but it just wasn't the same. The magic was gone. And so I'm pretty sure that only lasted a year. I really, if 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 memory serves, it was like a year and, and that was it. It does sound like the place where like you would go for your one nice dinner. That's what it was. On vacation with the family instead of, there's, there's a restaurant called Golden Boy, which is just like a fry factory okay. now where it is like you have the the orange tray and you'll go up and you'll get your... Where was Golden Boy? What where was this? It's also on Route Twenty Eight. Oh, okay. Everything is on Route Twenty Eight. Okay. And for the record, people, we don't live in Massachusetts, but we We definitely don't. <laughs> um But I feel like for us upstate New Yorkers, there were Cape Cod people, much like there were um what's that place in North South Carolina? Myrtle Beach. There's like Myrtle Beach families that go there every year. Disney families that Mm -hmm. go there every year. And there were Cape Cod families went to Cape Cod every year. Mm -hmm. So it's a super, uh, super common vacation place for people who live where we live. But uh, there's sort of one road and it's route 28 and it goes all the way up to the tip and then all the way back. 
All right. Well, you know, it's unfortunate the Thompsons came to an end because they were iconic. Um, and mm-hmm. I think people still look back on them quite fondly, as I do. And uh, once I hear this jingle, I mean, that's just going to seal the deal as far as I'm concerned. It doesn't matter if you've, if you've eaten at Thompsons or even if you've been to Cape Cod, Massachusetts. You're going to love this. So put on your Sunday best and get in the car because we're going to Thompson's, guys. All Let's right. hear this jingle. Here we go. Hey, where you going? Where you going? I'm going to Thompson's Clam Bar because that's where the tastiest clams are. Is the seafood good? The best by far. Let's go to Thompson's Clam Bar. Take Route 28 to the Clam Bar sign for the happiest eating from noon till nine. At Richmere Harbor in Harwich Port, that's where you'll find Thompson's Clam Bar. Okay, there it was. Thompson's Clam Bar. Caitlin, first reactions. First reactions. It's a whole stage show. The Thompson's Clam Bar jingle. Um, Like the beginning of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Like that whole like throwback stage show with the the women in the sequins dresses. Do you know what I'm talking about? Am I crazy? Some some they, the pe- the people know who you're talking. The viewers know who you're talking. There's about. a whole like opening sequence in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, and it's it's like a nightclub, and people are there's like beautiful women that all look the same, like they're all like you know rockettes, and they're wearing sparkly dresses and doing choreographed dances and singing, and there's like a whole horn section. It it, it sounds like they could have been playing Thompsons, or Thompsons could have been played by this band with these singers. I yes. What you're describing is the feeling that Thompson's Clam Bar gives you. Okay, sure. Go on. Carry on with your, your first impression. Other, fr- Yes. It's a duet. It's a duet between, um, I like to imagine like Tommy Thompson and his Clamettes. <laughs> Clamettes? It sounds like there's only one woman he's conversing with in this. I mean, there's definitely some background singers. There's background clams. But does but... this woman not get any billing here? It's just Tommy Thompson and the Clamettes and there's just one Clamette he favors that gets to sing a few lines? Oh, okay. Because that doesn't feel right. I mean, it's Tommy and the Clamette, and like the back are like, and they're cocktail shrimps. Like they're all wearing. <laughs> oh, so she's the Clamette in this. She's the Clamette. There's only one Clamette. Yes, uh, the others are cocktail shrimp. I just imagine like they're in se- sequined seafood costumes. It's like Vegas. Okay, sure. In the fifties, um, yeah, it's a it's groovy. It's a real groovy throwback kind of jingle. Yeah, throwback's a great way um, to, to describe this. Um, it's just a beautiful arrangement. Uh, you can tell they spent money on this. They got professional singers, probably from Boston, um, professionally produced with le- real live instruments. Um, it, this, this is cream of the crop as far as jingles go in terms of effort and, and what they got out of that effort. Um, you know, the final product, it's cream of the crop. Yeah, clam, clam chowder, creamy. That, that's the crop we're talking about here. Mm. <laughs> so so thick oh, it's geez. the chunks of arrangement just floating um, oh man 
you're me, you're going to need a couple of lactates before you dive into they that. They had some creamy chowder there. They really did. It was like the thickest. Oh, like pudding, like pudding of the sea. And growing up, I did not know that there was a Manhattan clam chowder. And so I was just like, oh, this is like super creamy, white clam chowder. This is clam chowder. They didn't call it New England clam chowder there because you were in New England mm-hmm. at the time. Um, but I remember trying Manhattan clam chowder years later and being very disappointed because it's it was it's the opposite of of New England clam chowder as far as I recall. Is that true? Have you ever had Manhattan? Yes. I had it once. It's like orange, right? I was just it's like minestrone but fishy. Uh, it's just a red uh, That's not a winning combo. Red thin stuff. Um I did not find actually when I was doing my clam bar research any sort of research about the origins of this logo granted i did not look the logo or the jingle jingle okay i did not look very hard but well it sounds like it is from the 50s i don't think it is i think that must have been recorded in the 80s or 90s is my guess i'm not seeing like remember in the 80s uh like the 50s sort of had a comeback like mm. there was grease and there was stuff like that and maybe they were trying to capitalize on that so i don't know who sang it when it was written um but th- these aren't some like local jingle writers and, and and singers like this sounds like professional they they must have gone to boston or some major uh city to get this done right probably or maybe maybe these were just vacationing singers who loved thompson so much they probably just jumped up on the table started mm-hmm. singing it and you know luckily somebody was there to record with uh Probably a little like talk boy from Home Alone 2 or something. Hey, where are you going? <laughs> All right. Good first impression. Well, what about, um, let, let's talk about some things that we like about it. So uh, what's the first thing you like about this? The first thing I like about this is when the, when Tommy Thompson says, is the seafood good? <laughs> a little song speak there because is the is he sings it is the and then he's like seafood good it makes me laugh every single time i know that hey where you going gets a lot of the shine um but is the seafood good every single time and then the the clamette says the best by far i really think the clamette deserves a name like why is tommy thompson or whoever you named him like he gets a name but the clamette is is she interchangeable like depending on the night they're like ah the role of clamette will be played by janice the the hostess tonight i know i need to challenge this misogynistic view of the (laughs) clamette because she is a human being she's like the lead character in this in this play that we're watching if you think about it tommy thompson and the i gotta think of like a seafood type name Well, well Go ahead. Go on. Well, I think of that. Uh, what's something you like about this logo? Well, so jumping off of that, th- this isn't what I listed first, but I got to jump off of that mm-hmm. because, you know, it just makes sense. Um, the dialogue in the lyrics. Like, and this isn't just like, hey, these are song lyrics. This is a play. There's some dialogue here. And if you take away the charm of the song and instead just focus on the content of these lyrics or, again, as of the dialogue, it's between a woman who's just minding her own business on her way somewhere, and then suddenly a guy jumps out and surprises her. Hey, where are you going? And like this woman, being as polite as she could, is not only does she say where she's going, I'm going to Thompson's Clam Bar, mm-hmm. she even explains herself further, because that's where the tastiest clams are. Um, is the seafood good? The best by far. And then the guy goes, so let's go. 
to Thompson's clam bar, and mm-hmm. he's literally inviting himself along. He has surprised this woman out of nowhere. She was being polite, and then he just jumped in, and now they're both going to Thompson's clam bar. That's what I'm saying. She's the lead in this play. This this is the story about the time that she was doing something, and this guy jumped out from behind a bush, and this happened to her. So maybe it's like Tammy Thompson and the Clamorino. The Clamorino. I mean, it sounds he's it sounds like the Hamburglar or something. Like he's he's a villain who just like he wants to be invited along every time somebody goes to Thompson's. It sounds like Dan Marino, but aquatic. <laughs> but like he doesn't care. Like he's not like I got to get next to this this mm-hmm. fine lady. He's like. I need to find my way into Thompson's and and there's a rule where you have to have a woman with you or else you can't get in the door. He's been waiting by the side of Route 28 asking everyone on the off chance. Well, I want to know, like, do they know each other? Are they friends? Are they lovers? Are they secret lovers? Maybe that's their thing. Like, ah, where where have you been? You smell like clams. (laughs) And then he's, oh, I just... uh, the neighbor went by and she needed help finding her way to Thompson's clam bar and what could I do? Mm. Well, I, I, I enjoy this. Like I'm I'm we're poking fun at this, but like I I find that really enjoyable that this is an interaction that we get to witness of two people being excited to go to Thompson's clam bar. And finding their way and then helping us. Well so this sounds like your second point here. It is my second point. This is one of mine too, so we'll we'll piggyback off each other here again. Because it's a jingle that does a job, and the job is telling you how to get to Thompson's Clam Bar. Uh, in fact, the majority of the song is about how where it is. They mention it several times. We take Route 28 to the Clam Bar sign uh, for the happiest eating from noon till nine. The phrase happiest eating is kind of gross, notwithstanding. I picture children like eating breakfast cereal and nearly choking as they giggle, like from the television commercials. Like, it's fun to eat, you know, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And the kid's like just giggling as it pours out of the side of his mouth. Or like a Christmas story when she's like, how did the piggies eat? (laughs) And it's gleeful, just happy eating. Um, But yeah, they they tell you how to get there. They tell you the hours of the restaurant in the song. Oh, yeah, they do. Very rare. Noon till nine. Eight, nine hours of clams. Um, They tell you the harbor it's on, the town it's in. And then at the very end, if you don't remember, they say, in Harwich Port. Yeah, they really do hammer that home. And that then this is one of the things that I love too. Like the fact that the jingle they don't just like take a little time in the middle to let you know, hey, it's down on route tour take Route twenty eight to mm-hmm. the clam bar sign and you're there. Like they literally sing it. Like it's part of the song, it's the bridge of the song, and they're telling you everything. And yeah, they they pause. They're like, Hey, take Route twenty eight to the clam bar sign. You're like, Okay, well, I'll get to Route 28. I'll find mm-hmm. it. I'm sure there's a clam bar sign. And then so they're moving on to, you know, for the happiest eating till noon till, or from noon till nine. You're like, all right. Yeah, it's fine. They're like, but wait, we got to give you more specific directions. It's in Witchmere Harbor mm-hmm. and Harwichport. <laughs> that's where you'll find Thompson's clam bar. Like, that's where. I love it. At the very end, uh, the Clamorino, he's like, where? <laughs> Thompson's clam bar in Harwich. He's playing. He's playing dumb there. That guy knows where Thompson's <laughs> is. Again, we've established he waits behind bushes for people that he suspects might be going to Thompson's clam bar. <laughs> like, so he can tag along. Sir, we've told you many times. <laughs> You're not a welcome in Thompson's clam bar. Actually, uh, I 
hadn't heard this. I mean, it lives rent free in my head, but mm. I hadn't actually heard it in a while. And for some reason, I remembered there being way more instructions on how to get to Thompson's Clam Bar. I think there are plenty. I don't think I was left wanting for instructions. But somehow, I don't know. Somehow, when I, I think about this song, I imagine it was like eight steps. Like, take Route 28, and then uh, if you see a man in a long gray coat, you better turn around because he's been long dead. And I think you're in hell, and you better be scared. And you turn around, and you see the clam bar sign. And uh, come to my house, and you knock on my door. And if I say hello, then you're halfway there. But it's only like three steps. It's because back when you first discovered this jingle and, and showed it to mm-hmm. me, we started riffing about this, I'm sure. You know, and probably for a solid, at least for one solid day. We just kept adding to the directions <laughs> to make it more <laughs> make it more specific, and now you remember that as as canon, and uh, it's not the case because we just heard the jingle. It, it's not there. No. But a lot of it is, and 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 what inspired us to to rant and riff mm-hmm. on that is there. So so I I think there's plenty of directions, way more than usual. At best, at best, a commercial. If they're going to sing where they're located, they might give you the street address. You know, four twenty eight in Manans. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know, like 428 Broadway, Manans. Like, okay, got it, thanks. That was specific. They're telling us to look for physical landmarkers. It's great. I do like it. Do you have a third thing you liked? Oh, my... Th- what's my third thing? I like the directions. I like, is the seafood good? Oh, um, I like the very, very end... Oh, wait, no. Here's the thing I like the best. I learned last week, you taught me the word donut mm-hmm. for the part in the jingle where it sort of vamps, where somebody can like, we have a surf and turf special on Sunday and the Little League team eats free, uh, that type of thing. There's a, there's a very long interlude. Yeah, it's 20 seconds long. Oh, I, I counted it out because that was something that I noticed. Um, I like it because of the absence the very long interlude in the absence of the song before you get back into it. And I like to imagine what they're saying in that really long 20 seconds. Like, were there specials? There's only one location. Uh, what else are they telling you? Are they giving you more instructions? What's uh, what's new with the clam bar? Yeah, it, that is a long one. And, and I'll, I'll save my... I'll save myself for when we talk about what I might change about the song. Spoiler alert, but that mm-hmm. might be something I talk about. Um, but moving on to what I actually still like about I mean, I love a lot of what what there is to love about this song. Um, my third thing, though, would be the horns. This has legitimate live horns, a whole horn section, um, tightly arranged, beautifully arranged, perfectly played. Nobody misses a note. Um, th- that's expensive. It's expensive to get professional musicians to play these parts it's expensive to get somebody to arrange it properly um whoever wrote the song you know the composer or composers they had this feeling in mind of how this song was supposed to be portrayed and it, and it really sends me back to you know the days of the supper clubs of london in like the late 70s or early 80s and i say that not from mm-hmm. any sort of experience other than having watched uh, the movie the great muppet caper in which they go to a supper club and they play a song with lots of horns that reminds me of this. Um, and and it's just like a swinging good time with, with choruses and lounge singers and everything. Um, they're going for it. And it's a home run because they, they, they hit it spot on. It's a whole musical. It's a whole musical in a tiny little bitty jingle. Okay. Well, 
let me let me get into though what I don't like about the song or what I would change. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I don't like it, but if I had to change something, and let me jump back to what you said, it was that long donut. This is a minute long piece. This isn't a 30 second. This is a minute long song. Um, they did leave a lot of space there to say a lot of something, and that's good, you know, if you have a lot to say. But what do they have to say? We don't know. We're we obviously don't have a um, an in context example of how they utilize that but 20 seconds is a very long time you have to um you have to have something important to say or something different to say every time um so again the song is nearly perfect but if i had to say something i'd say well i i kind of wish they could get back to the singing sooner because i really like it yeah what what could they have done with that 20 seconds that wasn't a donut maybe a little bit of the history like in 1895, our land was purchased for $250. Mm-hmm. Years later, the Thompson boys, Brittle... <laughs> Brittle, Ed, Frittle, and Burdick. Ed Works. Ed Works. <laughs> and Frimp. <laughs> Brittle, Ed Works, and Frimp. They strangled a live lobster in front of a... Sort of a small child and then ate it in front of him. And then the <laughs> lobster's ghost cursed them. And it said, in 1995, you'll close. <laughs> you'll move to Route 28. It will be not as good. It won't be the same. You'll water down your clam chowder. <laughs> remind people of Manhattan. They're like, no. Okay, let's go for it. Um, yeah, so that that's something I would change. Anything you would change about this one? I'm, I'm going to use my time for this segment to mention another fun fact that I forgot to mention, but it sort of ties into something I don't like, is that uh, there is another clam bar called Arnold's Clam Bar. Okay. uh, That when Thompson's Clam Bar closed, uh, I read this in Cape Cod Times, I think. CapeCod.com, maybe? That is the Cape Cod Times. Oh, might be. There were a bunch of articles about this. Uh, the guy that owned Arnold's loved the logo so much. Not the logo. The jingle. The jingle. He loved the jingle. You're cre- you do creative art stuff. So I you're do creative graf- art Graphic stuff. arts. No, graphic arts, right? Graphic, creative graphics? What's the term? Graphic design. That's Those are the words that I wanted to put together. Yes. And isn't a logo the jingle of the eyes? Anyway, he <laughs> loved the jingle so much that he entered into sort of a a licensing deal with the owners of the old Thompson's clam bar after they closed so that he could use the jingle and put Arnold's clam bar in it. And I could not find this jingle anywhere, but I guess he can use it if he wants. Anyway, the thing I don't like is that I have been to Arnold's clam bar. Okay. Not as good. I never went to Thompson's, but you know, Arnold's just, it's attached to a mini golf course. Mm. The seafood's fine. Mm-hmm. I just feel like maybe it's not a worthy successor. Well, it's funny you mentioned this, Caitlin. Have you been to Arnold's? No, I haven't, but I have researched it mm-hmm. because I too read that article about um, how the owner of Arnold's Lobster and Clam Bar, by the mm-hmm. way, um, you know, so coveted this this jingle that when it became available, he uh, made a deal with the family to utilize it and create an updated version of it with his own lyrics. Did you find it? I couldn't find it. I so I picked up my cellular telephone and I dialed a long distance phone number. What? And, and I called Arnold's clam no, bar. I called them <laughs> and to let them know that we were going to record this uh, article or record this podcast. And uh 
they weren't open for the season. So I emailed them instead. They're not open for the season yet as of uh, this recording. So I emailed them. I said, hey, we want to talk about this. We understand you might have an updated version. We want to hear it. And guess what? They have not responded. <laughs> so I do not have anything to show you right now. Okay, great. Because I just said it was not a worthy successor. I have uh, Arnold's. I have been there. I went there with my sister and uh, her nephew, my nephew. And I've got to say, it's a great place if you have children. Uh, the parking lot is really close to the picnic tables. So you can go back and forth with all the baby stuff. Um, there's a a mini golf course that I believe is still there. Arnold's. It's great. I go to Cape Cod every year. I'm sorry. Well, wait a minute now. I don't, I don't know that you're giving Arnold's a fair shake here. I think they should, you know, be given some credit because they carry on the tradition of mini golf and seafood in Cape Cod for families. That's what Cape Cod is all about. Mini golf and seafood. Mm -hmm. Um, they also recognize an excellent jingle, maybe one of the best. And, they got permission to make it their own. Uh, according to the article I read, it started in 2011 that they started to utilize this jingle. So they waited an appropriate amount of time before they stole it or, or used it for their own. Mm -hmm. um, I think we, we ought to give them a fair shake. And, and I, I promise you this, Caitlin, and also our listener or listeners at home, um, if we get that recording, we will include it in a future podcast to update you so you can hear what the updated version sounds like. And then I think it would be fair to let everybody know how you feel about <laughs> their version of it and whether or not they are worthy successors. Oh, the song. The song will be great. Well, will it be? I mean, we don't know. I just don't like children. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my main beef with oh, Arnold's. Is it? Probably could have led with that. The, the seafood is delicious. However, the mini golf and water features seems to a attract the small children. Okay. All right. Well, I can't really do anything to defend them about that. Detracting the delish from the delicious claims. But yeah, Br Arnold's, I implore you, release the jingle. A, a weary world is hungry for it. <laughs> and I think it's what we need. Please. All right. So anybody listening listening at home, maybe in the Cape Cod area or, you know, or just having been through, um, if you have heard the updated version or, or better yet have access to it and can send it to us, please do. We are at welcome to the jingle pod at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash welcome to the jingle pod. So just putting that out there in case you want to uh, contribute uh, to this conversation. Do it. Show us your jingles. All right. Um, anything else you want to change about this? You're thinking we're pretty good. I think we're good. So why don't you tell no us changes. overall? Like, I mean, what's your what's your final take on this now that we've delved deeply into the Thompson's clam bar jingle? How do you feel? I rate this jingle five crispy clam strip combo baskets. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's wonderful. Nothing else like it. Nothing else like the Thompson's Clam Bar Jingle. And it it does the job. I know how to get there. I could go there now with with only this jingle as my guide and at least find my way to the um, Witchmere or Harwich Port. Which Harbor Witchmere Har Harler Parlor? No, Harbor. Winch Witchmere Harbor, Harbor in, in Harwich Port. Port. That's where you'll find Thompson's clam bar. Okay, sure. All right. Well, I, I echo what you said. This is extremely catchy, extremely effective. It 
gets right to you with, I'm going to Thompson's Clam Bar. They say Thompson's Clam Bar a lot in this song, as they should. Mm-hmm. Some jingles are guilty of maybe not getting to the, hey, what is this jingle for um, until later in the commercial segment? This really gets right to it. It's perfectly structured, ABA, meaning like there's a section that sounds like one thing, and then B is the section that sounds like something else, and then it comes back to A again, and it reminds you of what you've already heard. Um, so it's catchy. It's uh, you know beautifully structured. And gosh, it, you're right. It's effective. It tells you how to get there, so you don't even need a, a cell phone or a GPS, or, or you don't need to stop and ask somebody directions um, how to get there. Like it, and, and you know what they have. They have clams, the best by far. Um, the seafood in general is is excellent. So, you know. And it makes you want to tap dance. It it makes me want to overlook the phrase happiest eating. Happiest eating. From yep. It's, so so I, I, I don't know if I can give this a proper rating. Um, I'm not a big fan of the clam strips. I don't eat much of that stuff anymore. But back in the day, my favorite meal at Thompson's Clam Bar was baked stuff, baked stuffed shrimp, giant shrimp with like, stuffed with bread crumbs and crab meat i want to say Ooh. and it was like it was big and hot and warm um it's a big shrimp it was several shrimp i think it came like in like a shrimp cocktail configuration oh, okay. but you know they were big shrimp and they had a lot of like stuffing in them um and i think there might have it might have come with like four of these um and it was expensive more than the dollar 50 or whatever you said the old clam roll was or the lobster roll but out of four, I give it four. So it's you get four out of four big stuffed shrimp for me. That's how good this one was. This jingle, the best by far. <laughs> Indeed. Well, I think that about wraps up our conversation for Thompson's Clam Bar. Right about now, you should be hearing a little bit of a preview of next episode, during which we will talk about, drumroll please... Catskill Game Farm. That's right. You, we are going from sea to land. We are, but we're keeping in the you know animal kingdom with uh, with something else involving animals, I guess. Yes, something perhaps a bit more sinister. <laughs> <laughs> well, stay tuned for that. But for now, I'm Don Ferlazzo. and I'm Caitlin Kay. We'll see you next time on Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Jingle. jingle.